All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. This is a KISS-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. Welcome to episode 400. Wow, I'm going to have to learn a new counting system of the KISS FAQ podcast. 400 episodes over, what, seven years, six years, eight years? I don't even keep counting. I think it was 2015, was it? It's a long freaking time. I want to thank everyone out there who's joined us for all 400, or even four, or even if this is your first. Thanks for being here with us and our ever-rotating cast of characters. Thanks to everyone who's participated, all the interviewees who've been interviewed, and uh, you know everyone who's put up with my shit. Thank you very much. Uh, that's uh, as much as we're going to go into marking our 400th episode because we're just here to talk about KISS and hopefully entertain you in the process. It's the same operating procedure every week. Anyone bought any new KISS shit this weekend? I I didn't buy anything, but I, I did post on Facebook that I had picked up this, you know, had found that when I was uh, mm. buying another record at a record store this week. And uh, they still had, they had two of these um i i was just browsing through you know as you as you do when you go in a record store you browse through the uh kiss record you know vinyl section and i'm pulling up vinyl and then, and then i say what hey <laughs> these are those the free you know promo things that they uh put out for the story box set and so anyway yeah the guy gave it to me and i was i was happy <laughs> Oh, I yeah. have to say though, sorry. Thank you, Ken, for mentioning uh, last week how I you got the records that I sent you. Thank you. Yeah, I got the other the second set too. Oh, you got week, them so, too. Good. So they, yeah, I, they came later. I know you sent them at the same time, but they came. Yeah. You know, the, it's the post office. Yeah. What do you expect? I'm talking yeah. the post office, our records from Germany are somewhere between Germany and here. So the, on the on the water or somewhere. Yeah. No, I think they've made it into customs. But the last package that oh. I had going to customs was there for thirty days. Um, yeah, and, I've and seen that take a while. I'm very nervous because you know these are the German elders on the mylar, the beautiful clear vinyl, right. and the the Australian insert and the German lyric insert and. And I did notice, now that everyone's posting pictures of these things, I noticed one OCD thing that jumped out at me. Mm. The Music From title is in white. That's wrong. I noticed you said that. Yeah, I did yeah, realize it's that. Like, why is it in white? Is that like an error or is that deliberate? Um, so that that's very interesting. But it's also nice. It, it does offer a cool contrast between this one and older issues. Yeah. So, um, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's not a bad thing. It was just a what happened there because I, I, I went and dug through my 97 copies of The Elder uh, to see if I could match it up with anything. And, yeah. Only 97. 97? No, I really no, have that many? No, I don't. I don't. I've got so few records left, and I'm trying to get rid of what does remain. Um, in, in terms of new shit, well... I don't think I bought any. New, we're going to talk about Virginia Beach off the soundboard, mm, but yeah. um, I did order a record today, and this is a complete oh, really? side tangent. This is a band that Kiss toured with, who is nearly as old as Kiss. They're only five years younger. Formed in 1978 in Sheffield, England. Yeah, Leopard has a new about, yeah. album coming new out. New single. So I, yeah, they released. It came out today. today. I heard that. 
I ordered their their sign, double LP. I never buy stuff these wow. days. Yeah. It comes with a sign, litho. I had a sign, meet and greet litho once. It looked like it had been done by a machine. So hopefully mm. this is actually really signed by them. But I don't care. It looks like they've uh, totally gone into an early 70s vibe of glitter and glam. So mm, nice. very excited. If Kiss ain't going to make new music, well, thank goodness other bands. Everyone else is making music. Yeah. Did, did you hear the song? Like, I haven't had a chance to listen I to have. it yet. Yeah. It, you know, I heard it's, it. It's, yeah. it's on the lighter side um, and mm-hmm. very poppy. It's not as poppy as X, um, okay. but it is kind of, you know, kind of the lighter stuff that they did on Sparkle Lounge. So it's mm. keeping in that realm. They've got a couple of songs on there that feature Alison Naus. Uh, that's the, I guess, the singer who uh, does stuff with Robert Plant. Oh, yeah, yeah. Alison Krauss. Krauss. Not Naus? K-N? Krauss. K-R. I gotta wear my fucking glasses. That shows like how much Krasen. I know about yeah, her. She's either. a great singer. I love her uh, bluegrass stuff. A lot of people are hot on that Robert Planton record with her. <clears throat> yeah, well, it seems to marry up what he can still do with, you know, I, I haven't really checked out any of that. I'm really out of touch. I'm with music these days. Yeah. Bought the new Ghost. But not impressed. Oh, mm-hmm. that's, that's that's taken one step into the too poppy, and really getting away oh, from really? some of the the obvious themes of uh, mm. earlier albums. So they were starting to lose me last album, and it's okay. It's not. You know, I went back mm. to listening to the Stones all day today. So uh, yes. let's jump into some topics because I, I think first and foremost, Kiss Crew sold out, and oh, I'm I not shocked that. in the slightest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, either of you shocked that you know that boat is going to sail? I saw people on the waiting list getting very upset <laughs> as their numbers approached and the number of uh, cabins decreased. Mark, look, <clears throat> I'm gonna just, I'll just say this: nothing surprises me when it comes to Kiss. Now, as far as this selling out, I I I think that at the end of the day, Kiss fans are are a loyal bunch. Yes, we complain a lot. Yeah, we have things that bug us about the band, but I think at the end of the day, the people, if they want to go and have a good time, what better place to go to have a good time than on a cruise? Yeah, maybe maybe things are changing as far as the band appearing and doing certain things, or this might be the last time they're going to do it. But you know what? I think the main thing that people enjoy about the cruise is each other's company and hanging out and talking with each other. I think that's more important to a lot of people than the band itself in a lot of ways. Yeah, to- totally agree. It's less. I think it's less about the cruise and more about the comradeship. Let's see, you know, th- there really seems to be a scene. Um, there seem to be a, a lot of the same campers involved um, who have their little, you know, circles that they enjoy seeing together on the seas. And then you get the fringe benefit of a, you know, sail away show and one of the one of two Kiss live performances in the theater. So, and of course, this one sells uh, sails from L.A., making it a little bit less of a flight for people coming mm-hmm. from the Far East or Australia, New Zealand, and elsewhere. Uh, Ken, mm-hmm. thoughts on it? Yeah, I think, I mean, it's not too surprising. Uh, yeah, I do think that uh, it did pick up some people that weren't willing to maybe fly across, you know, from from the West to all the way to, you know, Florida. Um, picked up those people that probably turned it down for those reasons and then picked up some, you know, your, your normal people that like to go every year or 
plan on going every year. Um, and then, you know, even like you said, you know, even more from, you know, Asian Pacific area, um, yeah. pick up more of those people because that's a long, that's a long ways to go um, if you're going to Florida. But uh, it's, it's a nice shorter uh, flight for them. Yeah, and it's more of an event now as well with the, you know, the pre-parties, you know, the cruise fest, um, mm-hmm. already been an inkling that things are getting organized for that. I passed up my booking. I just don't want to do it again, and I don't want to spend that sort of money. I need to go to England this year. I need to do a couple of other trips here and there. Going to Wasp, already had my Wasp tickets. I'm not missing that for anything, mm. um, which is on the 29th, to see them down near, you know, L.A., Anaheim is uh, mm. kind of important to me. I did extend a hotel booking to during the cruise fest or when it should be. Oh, okay. um, so that I'll be down in the area if I do decide to do anything. And, um, you know, that's still to be determined, but at least you can make a hotel reservation this far out and uh, not go through, through with it if the event doesn't turn out to be something I want to be, you know, either attend yeah. or participate in as a, a vendor because I'm not going to do you know too many more any more expos if I have a choice because uh, mm. I'm just really not not into it these days so you know it'll be exciting to see what gets put together on the west coast because I think there are a lot of opportunities of things that could be fun to do in a pre-cruise you know to make it more of a thing and mm-hmm. who knows if some of these other bands may schedule shows around that time, even if they're not going to have anything to do with the cruise officially. So mm-hmm. there's a, a lot of touring that you can do down in that area that have uh, sites of historic significance and up here, you know, so West Coast. Um, there's still yeah. a few places in San Francisco worth going. Uh, watch out for the needles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's... Yeah. yeah, so Future. so that that'll be interesting to see what happens, and uh, you know that does remind me that if you're a follower of Today in History on Facebook, and that is the day-to-day website, the person who ran it, Troy, passed away mm. uh, very mm. recently. So, you know, we're we're losing members of the Kiss Army left and right. Nibbler, of course, yeah. passed away. Yeah. How many other Kiss fans? You know so many uh, over the past couple of years and that's why i think the cruise sold out quickly people want to live again yeah mm-hmm. you know that today's a gift tomorrow's who knows what the hell's going to happen what's what's coming next we've had two years of shutdowns and all everything that's gone with that and that's a non-political statement it's been crap for everyone regardless of your uh political skew so, you know, if you're yeah. going on the cruise, congratulations. I hope you have a great time. Let's get into one of the things that did come out in the past week, I guess, unless you ordered from Kiss Online. Um, <laughs> Virginia Beach. That's right. Virginia Beach off the soundboard came in. And we'd already heard samples of it from, um, well, they'd, from the two singles that they'd released mm-hmm. in advance of it. Uh, what was it? I Was Made For Loving You, and uh, I don't remember what the other one was. But, you know, same packaging design as last time. Mm-hmm. They, on the LPs, they changed the spine to say, off the soundboard, live in, which is hilarious. <laughs> uh, just in case yeah. you needed any 
extra hints. They didn't change it on the CD. And I, I'm only holding that up because, yes, I did buy it. I don't buy the vinyl for this because, I again, I'm not interested in it. I listened to the show. Uh, it's not a good show. Yes, it's a soundboard, but that just means you can hear how bad the performance is absolutely yeah. clearly. And the difference between it and Instant Live for me is that Instant Live buried all those warts under a nicely mixed-in audience track. And that is a difference between an Instant Live being more a representation as a quick and dirty live album rather than a pure off the soundboard. Mark, did you purchase it? Any further thoughts on Virginia Beach? Um, no, I didn't buy it. And I'll tell you why. I had two reasons why I didn't buy it. Number one, I'm still bitter and sour at Kiss Online about the whole Kiss Destroyer box set fiasco that happened. I, I I swore up and down that I'll never ever purchase from Kiss Online again, and I'm sticking with that. And the other reason is because the first one that came out, uh, it was available at my local record store not long after people started getting it. You know when they started delivering them, so uh, I know this one will be available in the stores too, and I will get it then. Uh, I know I'll get the CD version of it for sure, uh, but the vinyl version, I'm a little up in the air on, mainly because I too listened to the sample. I remember listening to, uh, I remember listening to I Was Made For Loving You, not being very impressed. I mean, to me, I mean, I think they're kind of almost night and day. Uh, the, the Tokyo one has such a cool vibe to it. I loved that lineup with Ace and Eric Singer in there. And that was always one of the shows that always I remembered years after I heard it the first time or saw the video of it on YouTube. That show always stuck in my head as being one of those shows. I was like, wow, that's a really cool show. I had a good vibe to it. They sounded good. They were kind of raw. Paul was still sounding pretty good then. But I don't know. Just This show just doesn't have that vibe. It doesn't grab me. It, it's, it's just not... And like what Julian said, the the fact that it's a soundboard for me, that's usually a, a reason to ching ching take my wallet. You know, because I I hunt for soundboard stuff. I love soundboard stuff. I have tons of Yes soundboard stuff, tons of King Crimson stuff. I mean, I love soundboard recordings, Rush stuff. Okay, and so Kiss too. When whenever I see a Kiss thing go up there, I'm like, ooh, okay. But this one, for some reason, the 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 clarity of it and the 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 things that I love about the soundboard just make this one less something that I like. It's just, I don't know. It's just the performances are not as good, just like Julian said. And it's just, it's just didn't connect with me. Maybe when I get the CD and if I sit down and listen to it a few times, maybe it'll be a grower. But as of, as of right now, I'm losing no sleep that I don't have a green vinyl or the CD of it right now. I've listened to it once and that's all it's going to be. And maybe because we were spoiled by the instant lives back in 2004, right. A soundboard is a soundboard, and you, you you expect it to sound like this. It sounds like a soundboard. It's not that it doesn't sound like a soundboard. Again, the performance is wobbly, and yeah, Kiss is often wobbly in performance because they are moving around a lot, or, you know, back then and back in the 70s, you know, flubbing. But this has so many miscues. To me, it's like, why are you putting out something that doesn't make the band look good this actually makes them look bad uh, 
to my way of thinking. Tokyo sounded fantastic and was an improvement on what had been out there. This is not an improvement on what was out there. Therefore, it should not have been selected. Again, my opinion. And I don't know why it was selected. I've got no clue. Um, we do know that the shows were recorded for the Rock the Nation Live um, video. But mm-hmm. this was mm-hmm. the third show in a row for Paul, vocally. Mm. And... His, I, I think it was his fourth or fifth in sixth day in six days. <laughs> so even back then, that's putting a lot of strain. Steven Tyler at that time was not doing any consecutive days live in concert. There was always days off to rest the voice. And if yeah. you were then going into recording, you know, it's like it had been prepared and it was available and it was easy. And and. You now know why most of um, the Rock the Nation live video is from a different show. I think he's only got three songs that came from here. So, Ken, what's your take? Yeah, well, I, <laughs> I'm one of those who ordered off of Kiss Online, and <laughs> oh, so you can't comment on it. I, I haven't even. Well, I haven't. Even, I might have heard samples and things, but I, I haven't even uh, received any notice of it even being oh, shipped. Boy. I think I think it said something like. I want to say it's next week or something that may ship. I don't know. I have to look at the site. But anyway, I just got the green vinyl. I did not get the CD or I would have, you know, probably gotten it from Amazon or something anyway. Um, but as for the, this is, this is my take on this, this release is it's totally lazy. <laughs> it's a lazy release. In my opinion, I don't know who's running the show for these releases, but to me, that is just a total lazy, easy kind of release for them to do, but not a smart one. Um, and like you said, Julian, it, it it's it has you know warts and stuff in it, and it shouldn't you know it shouldn't be doing you know having that. At least have something that uh, is, it's either been covered up a little bit or 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 just one of the you know good warts are fine. They're part a good of the night performance, concert. you know, yeah, or exactly. solid performance, um, uh, and, and a little bit maybe more energy or, or something like that. But I think they should really go back to some other deeper, you know, shows, uh, even reunion or or something around 1990, so the 80s. Um, they still haven't represented Eric Carr. Yeah. In all this time. Uh, I, I just I just don't get that. To me, that's like an easy one for them to get a real good show with Eric Carr playing on drums. Um, and, and with the end, the Bruce Kulick, you know, in the lineup at that time, too. So I, I don't get it. I, I think this is just a lazy, quick release to fill the holes. Hopefully the next one, if there is a next one, will will be better, a better choice. Yeah, I'm glad it exists. I'm very happy to now have two of these uh, on my KISS shelf. You know, I'm I'm very pleased by that, and I'm grateful that, you know, I'm happy I only paid 15 bucks for it, including shipping off Universal's website, rather Mm -hmm. than, you know, what Amazon was charging, or KISS Online, for that matter, because it's not worth more than that um, to me. Mm -hmm. So I am grateful. I'm grateful that it represents the current lineup. I'm fine with that. I'm glad it celebrates the you know, the first tour that this existing lineup went out um, and Tommy's 20th anniversary with the band. Mm-hmm. 
but he hadn't found um, a position of comfort as a player yeah. in that lineup yet on this tour. Yeah. Gene and Paul, uh, you know, backing vocals are horrendous on this, you know, <laughs> almost out of tune in parts and just a lack of energy singing. I mean, it's so workmanlike. Um, again, mm. I'm not expecting Mahuvishnu or Yes perfectionism in in live concert come on, i'm a kiss fan you know you don't lay that argument on me that it's a soundboard it's it's going to be what it is there are again it comes back to there are good soundboards and there are bad nights every band has them you're going to hit a bum note True. we we've uh, just listened to the Houston 77 golden egg bootleg that came out yeah. recently, which is a vast improvement sonically off the same source. I don't know what the deal is with it, but that's got flubs in it. And it's not that it's the original lineup and the original energy or any of, you know, the, that set list from, you know, basically the love gun tour. Um, it's very listenable and it's something that we've had for decades and yeah. it still excited me a hell of a lot more than this did. So if they'd release, <laughs> you know, that as off the soundboard, Houston 77, it sounded like that. I would have been like, holy shit, that sounds way better than what I've heard all these years. Mark, you're going to say yeah. something. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I got to second that. I mean, I, I listened to that as well and was just blown away. I mean, I was I had in a car, you know, cranking it. I was like, just, wow, this is just fantastic. And that's the kind of stuff that, that I want to hear when they release these kind of do these kind of releases because like like Julian said there are mistakes on their shirt there's flubs here it's, it's far from a perfect show but the energy is there the vibe is there and it's what I kind of expected in a performance from Kiss at that time it sounds good you know same thing my what I expected from the Tokyo one it was fully met my expectations on that and I was happy with that and and, and Ken made an excellent point too where is our Eric Carr show? I mean, they they got to be doing that sometime soon because, you know, he's one of the ones that people have been complaining about for years. Like, why is there, an, there we have three Alives, okay? One, two, three. None of them have Eric Carr on it, okay? So where where is our, where are we going to get an Eric Carr live release? I mean, there's got to be something. Sure, we got we got Animal Eyes Uncensored or whatever that, that show, which is great. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's so many things out there. I mean, if you just look on YouTube... There's that German festival that they did during Crazy Nights, you know, that that's that's a, not a, the greatest performance by them, but that's a good, you know, Kiss show with them play. I mean, there's got to be tons of stuff with Eric Carr available. Why not? Why not get something with him? I mean, I think that if you want to appease the people now after this kind of a release, announce that you're going to do one with Eric Carr. OK. And, and, you know, I know it'll be, you know probably well beyond any hope to have an Eric Carr with Vinnie Vincent show. But even if it's just an Eric Carr <laughs> with Bruce, uh, I'd be very happy with that. You know, I mean, so give, give us a, some odd asylum show or something that that'd be cool. You know, I mean, there's gotta be stuff like that in the vaults for sure. You know? So, you know, I, I just, I just think that if they had the right people working in there, the right, you know what it is, they gotta get the right people to curate this shit. They don't have the right people doing this stuff, you know. They need to have people in there who are excited about these kind of shows, people who are excited to go through there and, you know, do the legwork. That's the thing that they don't want to do. They just want to, okay, this one looks good. Let's just take this one, press it up. We'll make some money. Gene will be happy. No, you know. How much do you think who... Gene's making off this? Do you, do you actually wow. think he's making real money? 
probably not, but you know, he's probably making, you know, but but still, I mean, if you're if they're not making money off it, then okay, I can understand maybe they're maybe why they're not putting any effort into it. But there's got to be somebody within the organization who's excited about it and maybe wants to, you know, make this kind of a, a series something to be proud of rather than just some ham-fisted okay we're just grabbing this throw this one out next this one okay this what what whatever's next in hand reach will do next you know that's what just seems like they're doing right but are there enough kiss fans actually supporting or buying these products you know ken posted on the board you know about destroyer 45 being on sale on amazon oh, yeah. what's it what was it down to today 159 or 156 for just the de- super deluxe Something edition like yeah you know basically mm-hmm. 50 bucks off and people are still not buying it you know or supporting mm-hmm. it but i think part of the complaint is that on destroyer 45 as great as it was as much as i've played it the other day on the anniversary the whole damn thing didn't skip a song or a cd um was at the weak point weak point was the para show and again mm-hmm. that came down to yes it had been out there for decades but no it wasn't better than we already had you know yes right. it had you know it had enough cachet in order to understand or be able to talk yourself into believing why it was included but it didn't improve on what was out there. Tokyo improved on what was out there, so yay. Um, this doesn't improve, Virginia Beach doesn't improve on what's out there. Go listen to Rock the Nation Live, and you, there, there you've got a better sounding representation yeah. of the 2004 tour, and you know, get the little Japanese three inch CD uh, for the bonus tracks, and there you've got some rare shit. But you know, I, I thought 2014, you know, kiss rocks vegas sounds better and yes that mm. is produced as a live album rather than a soundboard you know True. i keep stressing that point because that seems to be the obtuse argument being made well you're clearly expecting something different no again it comes back to listening experience and i wonder what paul stanley would think of hearing some of that vocal maybe he shrugs, <laughs> maybe maybe it doesn't bother him he's like whatever you know if it makes uh, some money it makes some money i don't think it's a curating problem i i think it's that kiss doesn't justify kind of the effort that some other bands that we love you know we've talked about the rush box sets we've talked about metallica <clears throat> box sets we then you can look at stuff like def leppard who just repackage all the shit again into a box and sell mm-hmm. it again and people go gaga mm-hmm. cuz it's all in one place so uh, I, I don't know what the reasons are. I do agree Eric Carr needs to be represented. Yeah. I think Vinny needs to be yeah. represented if that's not too much of a headache. And who knows, <laughs> it may just be forget about it. Um, but that's another question that's uh, on my list today. And so thank you, Mark, for bringing up Animalized Live Uncensored. Because there was a poll about which is better as a live album, mm. a live three, or animalized live uncensored so mark you take mm. first stab at that wow believe it or not this to me is kind of a difficult thing to you know decide on and i'll tell you why because most people would say right away oh what are you talking about animalized for sure you know okay yeah it's it's a classic show uh, i remember the funny thing is that my very first introduction to that show was not actually seeing that whole show. It was, I had the Bruce Kulick instructional guitar video. And on it, at the very beginning, is the last ending part of Black Diamond. 
where they come when they go from the the lighting grid down. Comes down and they go up it. Yeah, yeah, that that whole thing there that they do that was the, that how his instructional video started was showing that section. And I was like, oh, what the hell is that? And then I searched it out and realized that it was a live show that was out. So, uh, and then I watched it, and I really, I really dug it. I, I mean, it was from a time period I was into Kiss again, you know, because my sister had gotten Heavens on Fire on seven inch, you know, and she was playing that around the house, and we got the album, you know. So I was very familiar with that time period. And yeah, they play kind of fast. The material on this stuff—it's a little sped up, and but you know they're having a good time. You know, don't forget a few a few years before that they were barely struggling to play live, and now they're playing into a packed house here in Detroit again. So they're, no wonder they were all excited again. So, but looking now at Alive Three, Eric Singer—you know—he's in the band, and he's a fantastic drummer. And his performances of the older material, I remember Daniel even saying this once too, that the way he played the older stuff on drums gave it a whole new energy and gave it a whole new feel. Like songs like Deuce were so much more energetic. I remember my drummer in my band, Jerry, when he first heard Deuce played by Eric Singer, he's like, this is like a completely different song. Now I love this song. Like he, he as soon as he heard Eric Singer do it, it was a whole new ball game. And I think that a whole generation of people kind of came in with that too. Like they, they kind of modernized the old Kiss stuff on this record. But you know, a lot of people say too, like, oh, you know, Eddie Kramer didn't do as good a job on this record. Then we find out that he didn't really have much of involvement on this. He was just there as really just a name pasted on there. And Paul was really the one overseeing it. And some people say, oh, it's a kind of sterile sounding record. But, you know, I, I don't mind it. I, it's, it's a more modern sounding live album. You know, Bruce Kulick definitely has a more heavier guitar sound than Ace really does. You know, the band overall sounded a much heavier. To me, it's very close, but I still think in the end, I would probably go for Animalize because I think that the overall performance of that is just more, uh, just just more what I expected from that time period. And I think that it's more accurate. I think there was a little bit of touching up and a little bit of extra extra EQing and stuff like that done on a live video, like a lot more to maybe polish it up a little bit more. So I, I like Animalize a bit more. Animalize Live on Sensitive is overdubbed and everything as well. So uh, it's been full, through the full KISS treatment sonic-wise. Ken? Yeah, I, you know, I saw this. I did pick um, Animalize Live Uncensored. Uh, yeah, I don't like the this you know speeding up of the song so much um uh, that's that's a little bit of a problem for me but definitely the energy is there um and uh i think that this show was uh, yeah it was an mtv thing and then they first right and they showed they they, i don't think they showed the whole concert at mtv uh and then It it was an edit yeah and then they had uh they finally released it uh, on VHS, um, but uh, yeah, I, I must have watched that you know a million times back back when it you know came out, um, and uh, and I just always liked it. I, I think you know their thing too is maybe the performance might have not been their best performance on that tour because they were you know uh, hamming it up for the cameras and all that kind of stuff too during this performance, but. Having said that, I I do like that one better. I I really, 
you know, while Alive 3 is, is good and great performance uh, by the band, solid and tight, you know, I think I talked about tight last week. Um, it's just, I don't like the production. I just, I never liked the production of Alive 3. Uh, I don't know what it is, but it's, it's, it's not... I want to hear a separate, more separation and you want to hear loud, sound. right between mm. the eyes. <laughs> yeah, right between the eyes. Yeah, <laughs> but so in, in a nutshell, um, just the you know Eric Carr thing, I think, and and it being you know uh, kind of a favorite from back in the '80s for me, uh, I picked that one. Yeah, it's a tough one. Um, you know, in the '80s. Obviously, I've told my stories about becoming a fan many times. I only saw the MTV thing. I didn't have the video uh, for for years. When I moved out to Singapore in 87, 88, um, I had the Indonesian bootleg cassette of it. So that I listened to quite a lot. But once I was able to watch the video repeatedly, I couldn't stand it. I love the the spaceship, the farewell elevator, because it's like the one they used on the farewell tour to come there yeah. from the... So that, that I've officially christened the farewell elevator. Um, <laughs> it, with the edits and the close-in camera work, it just became schizophrenic to me. It was like hamsters on acid. Um, and, and the speed of it was just so unpleasant. A live three is no more pleasant. It's tinny. It's, you know, the, the treble's cranked. The mm. separation isn't there. The attitude. So if they do an off the soundboard, I would love a you know pretty untouched off the soundboard yeah. from '92 tour, uh, separate to '94 or '95 one, please, mm. because I'm a greedy bastard. Um, so I never liked Alive Three particularly. It was about the sound. It wasn't about Eric Singer. The performance on it was great. I thought the set list was fine. Um, so I'm I'm really stuck in a quandary here. I think I would have to go with a live three just because it has a better balance of the set, whereas Animalize Live Uncensored, I just can't get past how sped up some of those classics are now. Yeah. Um, I, I, I seem to, as I get older, prefer the more traditional sound of the band and the tempos at which they were played in the 70s, even though some of those shows could get pretty fast as well, you know, trying to jam that into 75 minutes. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go with a live three, awards and all, and just hope that one day there's a, you know, off the soundboard that makes me happy with, a, you know, unproduced, more real sound without, uh, oh, that audience on the live three is fucking awful. <laughs> Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I gotta stick with the live three. All right. So, what other topic do we have? Oh yeah, uh, this, yeah. Go on. I'll tell you a, a, a quick topic. Um, since you, I know you probably have another topic, but I just noticed this. Uh, this came up um, regarding the Kiss store, and we kind of talked about it earlier a little bit. Um, but the Kiss store update. Um, someone was trying to. Uh, look at items that they had pre-ordered on Kiss Online, and their password wasn't working on any device. And uh, they were like, uh, what the hell? So it says, I emailed, and I got this response. I, I knew there was going to be a change, but, but now we have to redo our accounts. 
and we will not be able to see our any previous order information. So here's the response to the person. Uh, I guess it's Rob. Uh, the store is, hello, uh, the store is moving management. This means it's a new site and you will need to create a new account login. Your previous orders will not be visible on the new site. We will still fulfill any previous orders. If you have any questions regarding your previous orders, please continue to reach out to us. If you have any other questions, please feel free to contact us. You know, thank for you know shopping on Kiss Online Store. So, uh, I guess they're moving. I guess that I'm guessing that what it is is the site is basically the looking looks the same, but the behind it, uh, yeah, the, the management or, or or the fulfillment is is in a new system where now we're going to have to, I'm going to have to try my password now to see if I can. Yeah. I, I would think stock in. control and all of that, if they're shifting from one to another and it's in, in the middle of doing it, you know, just like with some system upgrades, sometimes that fucks oh, yeah. thing up as I well know. Um, but wow. You know, I, I think what, where's the communication again? Where, where yeah, why can't I say that they were the changing things and, you know, oh, you, you might want to go back. You and, may you encounter know. some issues. Well, how about before a customer gets panicked or sees everything <clears throat> disappear from the online kiss store, they actually send out a fucking notice, either from the new exactly. one. Exactly. Uh, you know, how difficult. Again, everything people complain about fictitious books. We'll talk about this in a minute, Ken. Um, you, you know, record delays, you know, uh, everything can be made better. And there's always going to be one pissed off customer. Come on, face it. You, you can't make everyone happy with a little bit of communication. Mark, you're an independent record label. You handle everything yourself. Um, you do engage others to help you with artwork and, and all, all that. But you, you are the, the source of truth when it comes to your releases. You are fantastic at keeping people updated, whether it's through emails, whether it's through YouTube videos that make people feel a part of your music and what you're doing. But you're always very religious about keeping in touch with the people who support you. It's amazing. Well, I was just going to say, and thank you for bringing that up, Julian, because I, I think that there's one thing that bothers me about this whole thing is that if it was me, if I was Kiss and I knew this was happening, it would bother me to no end. Like I, I can't, I can't do that. Like I can't go to sleep knowing that something like that would be happening. Like, like when I had a delay with my stuff, I, I immediately made a video and I also put it on Facebook in a text thing. I wrote, uh, wrote out a bunch of stuff, you know, when, when I knew that, you know, it might be a couple of weeks for something else to come in. I, I wrote it down when I was waiting for posters to come in. I told the people, here's what's going on with the posters. You know, this is not, and, and you know what? Here, here's a little newsflash for Kiss Online. If you do that, nine times out of ten, the people are usually like, okay, that's great. Thank you for letting me know. They're not going to come after you with pitchforks and knives if you go and tell them ahead of time what's going on. Usually most people are pretty good about it. I mean, all my supporters mm -hmm. are fantastic with that. You know, I just told them now, that my that my CDs have come in, my new ones, okay, and that, you know, I the bonus discs that I offered, I'm just finishing off doing them, okay, and I said, please just give me a couple of days over this weekend to get them done, and I wrote out the the list of what's on each of the discs so they could see what's gonna what they're gonna be getting and everything. Everybody's like, 
this is great. I'm looking so forward to getting them. Thank you for letting us know. See, like, how hard is that to do? I don't get it. Like, what's going on with this? I mean, I, I feel for people like Ken and Julian. They're still waiting on this Dubai shit. What what kind of updates going on with this shit? Like, there's, I don't think there's any latest update on this yeah, at there all. Is. And, there, there was, oh, in, was there? in the week. Okay. Yeah, there was an email. And uh, they're, they're still throwing the band under the bus, saying we're still oh, waiting great. on band approvals yeah, to our latest proposal. <laughs> Wow. I mean, come on. Like, this is ridiculous. I mean, people are spending, like, when I hear that people are spending upwards of thousands of dollars for some of these packages, this is unacceptable. I mean, I feel bad making people wait to have paid 40 or $50 for some stuff. And I have people who sometimes buy multiple vinyls and stuff like that. I've had some supporters that have bought everything that I offer at once. And, you know, and those people are the ones I'm like, okay, I got to make sure they know what's going on and this and that. Uh, they, don't, they don't feel that. I mean, maybe when you get to a certain level of success, that sort of feeling it leaves you and I hope that never leaves with me because you know I, I think it's just wrong people work hard for money they 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 some a lot of people go to jobs that they might not not necessarily love to, to make ends meet and music is something that they rely on to make themselves feel better at the end of the day and to jip them out of that is just not right yeah, you, you've got to use your social media presence, and I'm not going to pretend I'm suddenly Julian Gill marketing, because I'm not. Uh, but uh, if I needed reason 9,436 as to why I don't do pre-orders of stock that don't exist, um, I don't do pre-orders at all, because that's just insane in, in this day and age. But you have to post on your website that you sent out an email to everyone with an update about what's going on in case it ends up in someone's junk filter. And then you have to use your Twitter or your Instagram to repeat the message because people may not mm, go to your website. Yeah. You really have to go where the people are to get the message out that you've sent them a message. You know, it's like texting yeah. someone. It, it, it might be annoying, but you don't know people's spam filters these days and what gets filtered and what doesn't. But I think it's a difficult time if they are making a transition in between, um, you know, releasing picture discs and some other product that is pre-ordered. It's a very challenging time and just a little bit of extra communication would make your customers feel better, especially with some of the fiascos that have been occurring over the past year. And yes, yeah. we do understand it's not been easy. Yeah, well, it's not been easy for the people who are still shelling out the fucking money to buy your product. Just remember that. Without them, there ain't the jobs. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, Re respect your customers. Exactly. And just quickly, there's the uh, new uh, CD. <laughs> it, is, it looks good. It's here. Yeah. There's the back cover. And inside, I, I'm very happy with the way... Uh, Jason, who does my art, did he did a little discography of all my records there, the little mm. boom thing in there. Uh, there's the single, mm. right, with the single, and it has the you know the booklet turned out really nicely too. Uh, it's it has the same cover on the front, and the the artwork is it's really nice. Jason always does such a great job. This is Jason Pollan, if anyone's wondering. He does who this fa is. Fa fantastic work, and the yeah. lyrics are so important in your yeah in your album. You, you yeah. really do want to be able to read along with them. So yeah, and of course you know the FAQ gang is thanked in the booklet as usual in here. But you know it's look. I mean this. I'm only asking like twelve bucks. I think now for the for a CD. That, that to me is not the important thing. The important thing That's is that Canadian. people, yeah, and people people have paid it and have paid it when it was even more when it was fourteen before. 
that to me is is important. When somebody pays you money like that, you have to give them what they paid for. And any kind of delay, no matter what it is, should be told to everybody in the form of an email or a video. That, that, that I can't stress enough. Yeah, they're paying for product, but respect should automatically be included free. Yeah. Or you're paying res for respect and the product's free. Yeah. I, either way, uh, it works out. Let's talk about new product. Vinnie Vincent mm -hmm. apparently mm -hmm. had a listening party this past weekend uh, where he debuted for a very select group of people new music i'm gonna have to say new because we don't know whether it is the, the finally album. finished pyro messiah guitar mageddon whatever you want to call it i don't care if it's not been released before it's going to be new if it's him having tarted up stuff that he's been working on over the years perfectly fine it's his music um mm -hmm. so he gets to call it what he wants does this excite you uh ken <clears throat> well or mildly interest you yeah, I mean, it, it interests me if it's if it's real. <laughs> it's, so it's like, uh, yeah, so they're hearing new music. Okay, is this new music actually? It just hasn't been released, or is it newly recorded music, or you know, what is it? Um, but it sounds like it's going to be an album. Um, so yeah, it's it's interesting if it if it comes to uh, fruition. Um, I, I I think it you know it could be a cool thing uh, knowing you know how talented Vinny is uh, you know with his music and, and writing songs because that's the, the you know most important thing um so yeah i I'm, I'm interested but you know i i have to see it before i really believe it or i in this case maybe hear it before <laughs> i believe it in and how much and how much will this thing cost is another Another question, you know, I, there's some outrageous prices out there of some other things that uh, he's had for sale. Um, I'm curious about the pricing. Yeah. If it is Guitar Mageddon in its entirety, as Vinny envisages it today, in pristine sonic clarity, I would be very, very excited. I would be less excited if it's a vinyl only of that because his music really doesn't need the warmth of analog on a turntable. His is all, you know, Guitar Mageddon for my ears is almost more CD quality music than vinyl um, or, or digital. If I'm going to have to jump through hoops to, uh, to order it, I am very uninterested in doing a pre-order. Mm, yeah. I think when you have a track history that, let's be perfectly honest, includes archives and the fiasco that that was, regardless of the intention mm -hmm. behind it or what caused the problems that ultimately occurred, it still happened. Yeah. And that is going to make a lot of people cautious. It makes a lot of people hate and vent as well, unfortunately. I did not pre-order archives. Um, though I did pre-order Dubai, so I know what it feels like. Uh, <laughs> and right. magic, you know, so come on. Uh, you, you don't have to ride the same horse to know what it feels like to get kicked off one. So um, I, I would be excited. If it's not Tarmageddon or Pyro Messiah or it's something else that he's been working on, then I'm even more interested because if it's a new expression of his art, I'd be fascinated to know where where he's gone since Tarmageddon because we've heard that for years. Mark, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not the biggest Vinnie Vincent fan, but I, I am curious 
to see what he's come up with. Uh, the fact that he's actually released some music and people have heard it, whether it's six people or, you know, a hundred people, uh, there's some sort of evidence that there is something new going on. So, uh, but again, I'm with Ken. I'll, I'll be more excited if I see something or hear something in, in person. And, and that's the thing I'm kind of curious about. When is this only letting 10 people business going to come to an end and we're finally going to have some, you know, actual footage of some of these events come out Which is fast. or yeah, well, I hope, I mean, cause everybody's still writing in these, in these forums that they're, they're putting money down. Will he show, will he show, you know, like I hope he does because I, I'd like to see some current Vinny stuff live and in person, so to speak. Right. I mean, what, what is he waiting for? I mean, we aren't getting any younger. He's not getting any younger. You know, the time to strike the iron is now, you know? So I really hope that something comes of this. I do. But I think he's also gone back to 2018 in some ways. That there's mm -hmm. a lot of excitement building around Creatures Fest. Will he? Won't he? That's exactly the same thing we were asking in Atlanta. Was he going to be there? Was he going to show up? And when the the little ripple of rumor came through, he's arrived. It's real. He's going into it. Eddie Trunk now. You know, can you recapture that excitement in 2022, four years after the fact? Well, they're they're going a long way. What happens after that? whether he does or doesn't if he doesn't then it should be over and that's it and i would hope that you know mm -hmm. that that is the end if he, he if he blows off the the event that's been built up around him um that's his yeah. choice mm -hmm. and there there should be consequences uh especially with how far out you know a, a lot of people have gone for him but if he is there what can he can he make a make mm -hmm. it as a, another step you know or is it the culmination of his comeback? Uh, it, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I've got no interest in going to that. But this is a poll that's on the FAQ. Creatures Fest. You got to choose, Ken. You're not going, but you got to choose. Which is the one? If you got to go free, front and center, but you could only choose one, which one of these shows would you go to? Ace, Vinny, or Bruce at Creatures Fest? Um, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Bruce. Um, Why? It's, it's, it's difficult. Um, because I've seen Ace, you know, um, enough. I mean, you see him all the time on, on, on YouTube, but I've seen him before a couple so of times. Of, you're sick of Ace. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not sick of Ace. Uh, I just know pretty much what I'm going to get with Ace. Um, uh, but Bruce, based on those performances on the, you know, the, the cruise, um, it's just, uh, you know, over the top, great stuff. Um, so I, I want a real great, I mean, I know I'm going to get something really great from Bruce for sure. Um, so I go there, you know, Vinny, I don't know what I'm going to get. I have no, it's like, uh, you know, you're playing Russian roulette, um, with, with Vinny. <laughs> So I, I, I would go with Bruce on that one. That's That would be my pick. All right, Mark. What about you? Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go with Bruce. I mean, there's there's no two ways around. I mean, Bruce, I mean, he's delivered just stellar performances from whenever he's come, whenever he's done a live show. And 
you know, it's not that I don't think Ace doesn't do good performances. I just think that he also plays material that I'm interested in hearing. I mean, Ace does a lot of the same sort of songs, you know, and of course his own material as well, which is good, right? But, you know, he, Bruce plays material that we don't get to hear often as Kiss fans. And I, and I really like that, you know, that we get to hear Asylum stuff, Crazy Night stuff, you know, things like that, you know. And he's, he's always dependable. He's always well rehearsed. His band is always well rehearsed as well. And there's never any kind of fiascos, like he isn't throwing water bottles at sound men and stuff like that. So I, I really like that about Bruce, that he's very professional and his show has always come out fantastic. And I think that, you know, again, it all boils down to if I'm going to go spend my hard-earned money on something, I want to get something that's worth my money. And I think Bruce does deliver. With Vinny, you know, putting spending money on him right now is a wild factor. You know, you don't know what's going to happen. And Ace, you know, he'll, he, you don't have to worry that he's going to show up. I mean, he will show up. Maybe he'll show up late or something. But what kind of a show is he going to get from you? Are you going to get from him? Because his band now at least are are good. Those guys are really good. But, you know, Ace is kind of hit and miss sometimes. Sometimes he has a good night. Sometimes he has mm, pretty sloppy nights. So Bruce, to me, is a pretty safe bet, I think. Yeah, I love this. Go ahead, Ken. I was going to say, I must say, though, you know, Peter Chris is going to be there, right? Yeah. If I, if I knew... <laughs> Who Peter Chris, and we don't know if it's going to happen or not, but if Peter Chris is going to perform with one of them, like Ace or Bruce. Oh, he's going to perform with Ace? Yeah, you it's can't true. change your you can't change your vote now. You've, you've already got oh well, I I you've didn't know that got, was a for sure for thing. Uh, I, I, no 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 no. I would go. <laughs> no do overs. Can I be two places at one? No, um, I. <laughs> I would go. Okay, I would if uh, I knew for sure that Peter was going to be with Ace for a song or two or whatever. I would definitely do that one. Um, if not, then it's going to be a Bruce. Right, but you, you already picked Bruce, so that doesn't could matter. You, could you imagine if he showed up with Vinny? No. Oh, oh, he could, well, do, that... he could do tears. Yeah, could you imagine if he did something like that? That would be a that would Vinny be a doesn't like ball. drummers. Well, I don't think <laughs> Peter's going to be drumming. Um, you know that that's unknown at this point, whether whether he'll be you know doing that. But Strange it wouldn't matter ways. to me. I would be I would go and see Ace simply for you know if Peter got up there and sang a couple of songs with Ace, that would be so cool. I wouldn't even need him to be on on the kit. Just his yeah, voice with Ace playing guitar, you know, mm-hmm. would be totally awesome. And and I think that that really is the high point. Bruce, I've seen. I love Bruce. I, I love how he picks and he's really got his fan ears on, you know, he listens, you know, he, he's got his spies who tell him yeah. what should be done, you know, what might be a nice idea. But I think he's got enough of his own ideas. If you look at his YouTube and the stuff that he does with Lisa, you know, he, he, he really mm-hmm. just lives music. Um, I'd have to go with Ace, though. And I love Ace's current band, but I miss Richie. I miss. I, I would love to see Richie up there with Ace and Peter, as well. Um, but yeah. you know, Vinny. 
yeah, that would be interesting, and and it's kind of tough to not go with it, uh, go with that as the choice because, but it comes back to the will he, won't he, yeah. you know, and, and I'm not going to pass up the opportunity if I was to go and you know obviously be front and center uh, to see Peter and Ace again because when's the last time those two were together musically i think it was uh eddie trunk thing um yeah did a couple Some of songs thing, right yeah. yeah and and it was good you know it, yeah. it didn't roll back the clock but you're not going to at this point so mm-hmm. that that would be kind of fun let's finish on a uh kind of a, a pointless thing metal edge did a uh, a ranking of their top five unmasked error song poll results. So I want to get you guys' take on these. In fifth place, lick it up. Shock mm-hmm. car. That's pretty pedestrian. Fourth place, Mark will be impressed with. Who wants to be lonely? That's a little mm-hmm. bit uh, out of left field. And in yeah. third place, I'm happy with this. Uh, Reason to live. Though you could easily go with Turn on the Night, but I think in terms of what Kiss were going for, Reason to Live is a great pick from that era. In second place, Heaven's on Fire. Uh uh-uh. uh, no, fail on that. And in first mm-hmm. place, anyone want to take a crack at it, Lonnie? Uh, there's no Lonnie. <laughs> I know. So what? What? what uh, what's the number one pick for the Unmasked Kiss number one uh, song? Maybe Unholy. Yep. Lonnie Ray. Really? Yep. Oh, okay. So what do you think of those top fives? Yay or nay? Mark? Uh, well, I mean, I obviously approve of Who Wants to Be Lonely, of course. Uh, but, you know, I, the, the problem with these kind of lists is I always feel that they kind of pick the songs that are popular to pick, you know, like... Those were you know, videos, all videos, right? Yeah. But, but they but they didn't say this was the no, video it's just songs, ranking. right? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't read it too closely, but in terms, I don't of think a, they a, picked it as a video. Yeah. 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 As songs, I, top. Yeah. Top unmasked songs is what I think it was. Yeah. Uh, well, as. the the top unmasked song as unholy. I mean, it's hard to maybe argue that. I mean, that, that was a really great song. I know when I first heard it, it was a, uh, it impressed me. I didn't even couldn't even believe it was Kiss when I first heard it. So maybe putting that number one, I could maybe see, but. You know, the the problem with us KISS fans is that we we know every little nook and cranny of every single song. So for us, when we, when you hear stuff like Heaven's on Fire, we're like, oh, boo, why didn't they pick something, you know, something more obscure, like, you know, get what you can take or something, you know, like it. But, you know, you got to understand these are people who run magazines and magazine people want to sell magazines. And so for them, it's always a popular pick. Right. So I'm not surprised that they picked those five. But, you know. Who wants to be lonely? Good, good, good pick. I think that's a that's a really good pick. And you know, are you surprised that they picked uh, the ballad off of Crazy Nights? There, I mean, come on. Ted, what's your take? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems to me they just picked you know the videos or or singles and ranked them. Um, mm. uh, so I, I totally disagree with the list. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I seriously. I mean, that's fine if you're going to say it was just videos or ranking singles. But uh, I think if you're going to say the best stuff, I'm going to I'm going to be choosing other things, deeper cuts, even, you know, you know, uh, the exciter and not for the innocent. Do you think they even know these songs, those guys? Oh, you know what? Do you think that those guys even know what those songs are? Probably not. 
probably not half of them. But uh, I mean, yeah, they should have someone knowledgeable there, you would think, on Metal Edge. Um, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't pick. I wouldn't pick that. I would pick other songs from those albums, for the most part. Um, Reason to Live. Yeah, I would have picked you know, Turn On The Night over Reason To Live and stuff like that even. Um, Unholy, yeah, that's obviously, I think, a pretty good pick. Um, but yeah, some, uh, I, I don't, I just don't agree. Yeah, Look It Up was a big hit, or it's, I don't know if it was a big hit at that time, but it was, it's it's played forever and they play it in concert, so it's kind of like a, a staple there. So, yeah. I, you know. Well, what would you pick over Heavens on Fire? What would you pick off of Animalize? Oh, off of Animalize? No, Burn Bitch for No, no, I'm joking. Um, uh, off of, you know, uh, that could be. Don't the, tell me Murder on Murder and High. No, 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 no. That could be the best song on there, other than, like you said, you know, you can get all you can take, or, or even the, uh, you know, the opening song. Um, I've had, it, had enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. That's that's a tougher one to pick, but I mean that's the that's the obvious single. Well, Thrills in the Night I always liked um, off of Animal Eyes too. So, you know, it is what it forever. Is. Forever off of uh, you, you know I actually do like that as the ballad maybe more than Reason to Live. Yeah, I would have picked Forever over Reason to Live. I like the video. They had a video on that one, um, and I like the song. I just think it's a a great song. Yeah, I mean, Heaven's on Fire, it wouldn't even be in my, my top five for Unmasked Kiss. Yours is King of the Mountain on yours, right? No, not, not, when, it, not when it would be coming to that. I mean, I, I think I'd have stuff like Turn On The Night, um, yeah. you know, uh, All Night, yeah. definitely. Uh, mm. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have Heaven's on Fire, no. No, I, I, I would have to have stuff represented from, you know, Revenge and crazy nights because of the what they were intended not necessarily how they did but yeah. uh you know maybe even i'd have crazy crazy nights instead of reason yeah. to live just because of the british aspect of it sure. and how it was a hit somewhere and god gave rock and roll to you probably instead of unholy because mm. again from the euro point of view or the english one that was more of a more of a hit mm-hmm. all right yeah that's it that's the end of 400 mm-hmm. so mm. uh We'll see you next week. So we do thank you for joining us, as I said at the beginning. Stay healthy, stay happy, stay positive. And uh, for now, from Ken, Mark, and myself, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for spending time listening to the KISS FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.